You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Help! We suck at being newlyweds. With Dean Ungler. Halen Miller-Keys. And Jared Haven. An iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, welcome to an all-new episode of Help! We suck at being newlyweds. Still in the works on that one. Uh, Dean, Kalen joining us on this special, special episode of Help! I Suck at Dating. You don't... Oh, Jesus. Help! I Suck at... What's the name of this podcast? Help, we suck at being newlyweds. It's going to take a little time. It takes me three years just to remember anything. So uh, we have a very special episode. Two episodes this week. This is the second. First one was with Emily Ferguson or Emily uh, Carlson. Did we find out if she changed her last name? She did. To Carlson. Okay. So it's Emily Carlson, which is so crazy. So 86, that's a restaurant term, means no more. Uh, Goodbye to the Fergie twins. That's so sad. No more Fergie twins. So weird. It's crazy. Um, but it was a good run. They were on Paradise many times. They had their own show. Great run. Uh, but this episode is going to be a Q&A. We asked you some questions on Instagram um, because we just started doing this podcast. Kaylin is obviously on here as the new co-host. She's amazing. I know that you have a lot of questions for her for the podcast moving forward. So let's get it going. Here's the first question. Kaylin, this one is going to be for you. Kaylin, what makes you nervous about becoming a mother someday? We just talked to Emily about being a mother. We talk about Ashley being a mother all the time. So what are some things that you're nervous about? What are some of your fears going into motherhood? Um, I think the one thing holding me back from kids, not that I'm ready now, but you know, in the future is childbirth. It's just nothing about it excites me. I, I'm not good at pain. My pain tolerance is low, so it really freaks me out. But I just got dinner with one of my girlfriends and she said that giving, like birthing her child, childbirth was like the most fun experience of her life. So that gave me some hope. The entire pregnancy or just giving birth? Just giving birth was the most fun experience ever. She's like, it was like a party. And I've never heard that. So I'm just going to, if we do eventually have children, go into it with that mindset and hope I'm the same. What kind of hospital did she go to? It sounds like a great fun hospital, Vegas. but a party. <laughs> yeah. 
I know. So that's definitely my biggest fear. Also, like your body changing is scary and all of the things that your body has to go through to like adapt to have a child and like the sickness. It, it just people sometimes emphasize the the bad side of being pregnant. And I think that's what I've kind of been focusing on. Yeah, it's <clears throat> uh, it's not easy seeing uh, from, you know, up close and personal Ashley going through it. I've got a follow-up question, if that's okay. Yeah, go. Kaylin, it seems like the only fears that you have about get, uh, having a child comes in the pre-child phases, though, right? Or am I wrong on thinking that? Um, yeah, there are actually a lot of fears that come after that, too. But that's, like, the one that's front in my mind right now. But, yeah, obviously, like, messing up your kid is scary. And, like, what if I'm a bad mom? And... It's funny because like when you're growing up, you feel like your parents can like protect you at all costs. They know everything. And then the older you get, you realize they have no idea what they're doing and how many ways you can screw up a kid. So that's just a whole other, there are many fears that go along with that as well. Does that answer your question? It does. It does. <laughs> I was just curious because you, fo you focus on the whole pregnancy thing, which I know is a big thing for, for any girl to go through. But I was just curious if there's any post-pregnancy concerns that you had, you know? Oh yeah. Even more. Yeah, it is funny when you talk about pregnancy because then after you give birth, you're like, oh, okay, now I have to raise a child. <laughs> you know, just doesn't stop. Um, we were actually talking last night, um, Ashley and I just kind of talking to women. I was like, if you even had the choice, like say we could get you a surrogate and you like, it didn't cost us money or whatever. Like you just had the choice of getting a surrogate for the second kid or not. Would you want to do it? And I was under the impression, I was like, I don't think she would anymore. You know, before she we had Dawson, she was, of course, like, oh, I'm definitely getting a surrogate. And now I'm curious um, if given the choice and everything worked out, she is kind of like, I don't think she would. Just because of the mm -hmm. bond that she has with Dawson and him growing in her belly, I think that obviously just makes it feel a little bit more special i don't really know but it was just we talk about the pregnancy and everything like that it was an interesting conversation so dean this question is for you piggybacking off that will starting a family affect you traveling do you think it will make you stop or cut back uh it's funny actually that this was asked because i feel like caitlin and i just had a conversation recently about this i i personally don't think it i i think come like your immediate thought is yes it's going to change the way that i travel uh, and I think it definitely would in some ways, but I would be happy to have a little baby with me on every adventure that I go on. You know, like br imagine bringing a baby to Antarctica. I think that'd be awesome. We did have this conversation on the podcast. That's crazy. Yeah. Imagine bringing a baby to the top of Cerro Torre or up to the top of Mount Everest. You know, that baby's going to touch the highest point on earth before he turns three. I think that'd be an awesome <laughs> achievement for him to be able to do. Um, so I do think that there are ways to travel with a baby. You know, there's a lot of like van people that I follow on Instagram that have children and they find a way to make it work. I, I think that you don't necessarily have to lose your travel bug if you have a baby. I think there's ways that you can find to make it work. I think there's like baby safe adventures we could go on. Like our neighbor that lives in a van too in Vegas. I just saw their setup for like camping with a baby and it looked pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, of course, you see the highlight reel on Instagram. It's probably not as right, glamorous right. as it. Like I, you know, I love being in the van by myself. And when you join me in the van, it adds to my stress. 
And then if we had a baby in the van with us too, I can only imagine how much more stressful and messy that van would look. But you would just find a way to adapt and make it suitable for all three people as I'm working on doing with just the two of us in the van. So I don't necessarily think I would travel. I would travel less, but I wouldn't travel significantly less, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, somebody asked, how can I feel confident when meeting a significant other's friends? This is pretty intimidating to me. Hmm. Oh. I mean, just be, I, I, it's the stupidest thing I'm ever going to say in my entire life, but just be yourself, but be a good version of yourself. You know, like I'd probably say stay away from any racy or, or, or dirty jokes. You know, you don't want to like offend anybody too early on until you're comfortable with them. So of course be, I would say the biggest thing is just be, um, show that you're putting effort. I think that's really it. Like we actually got dinner with, um, so we had Nate and Rodney here for a meet and greet uh, on Saturday at Audrey's. And then we went to dinner with Jill and her new boyfriend, Jill um, from Bachelor Bachelor in Paradise. And um, her new boyfriend's great. And I felt bad because he was just like, hey, you're going to meet Jared and Ashley. And then these two guys from Bachelor for the first time, we're all going to get dinner. So he got to kind of got thrown in there. But um he was great. Like he definitely like was trying to insert himself in the conversation. He was actively listening. And then even though he didn't speak a lot, it was very sweet to say like, oh, like it just shows that you were like at least trying to be personable while meeting Jill's friends. And I think that goes a long way. So just as long as you don't act indifferent, you'll be fine. Yeah. And if they, I mean, your significant other likes you and she or he likes their friends, obviously just be yourself and it should be fine. Yeah. I like how uh, Jared's advice was to not say anything racy or like raunchy. And I was just imagining every time I meet any of Caitlin's friends, that's like the very first thing that I do is I put my foot what? in my mouth. Not like intentionally, but like, you know, I, I mean, how many stories do we have of me meeting any of your friends? And then you make fun of me the next day for, do you remember asking this question or saying this? Oh my I'm gosh. Like, yeah. I know who you're talking about. That was one instance when you had too much to drink. Can you say it on air or is it? No, 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 no. Uh, no, no it was, I mean, it was funny, but it was like a little inappropriate. But that's my point exactly, is that sometimes my mind goes to a dark place and I'm like, oh, I know, like I got something that's going to kill. And then I say it and I'm like, I guess we're just not on that level, are we? I only met you five minutes woke, ago. Sorry about that. I woke up in the morning and I was like, big smile on my face, like, Kaylin, I was pretty funny last night, wasn't I? I was crushing it. And she was like, no, do you remember, remember the questions you were asking? And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And then Kaylin repeated them to me, and I was like, oh, hearing you say them makes me realize how stupid I must have sounded. <laughs> so, oh, that's awesome. It was a fun night. I just think I agree with you. Be yourself, uh, be goofy, and, you know, I don't know. Kaylin, what, what's your advice? Because you've had to meet a lot of my friends, obviously. So what what is your approach to that? I mean, yeah, I was pretty nervous. The second we got off Paradise, we flew to San Diego, picked up your van, and then I met 20 of your friends. And that was pretty nerve-wracking. Um, yeah. but, and I'm, I'm also very shy and I'm better in, in groups of like one or two people versus like 20, but, um, you know, a beer helped and I just started playing whatever drinking games they were playing and tried to, tried to yeah. act like I wasn't nervous, I guess. Yeah. You just gotta be one of the boys. Right. <laughs> what were they playing? They were, they were, they were playing King's Cup or something like that. That was funny. There was like 20 of them. They were down there for like a golf trip. So they were all like wasted uh, and smelly. And then we had known each other for like a week at that point. That was a pretty funny experience. But we went over there to shower because we didn't have a shower in the van. 
Did we even end up showering? I don't remember showering there. I, must I don't think we did. I think it was like too messy and we left. Yeah, that's funny. Um, all right, well, what else? Let's see if I, I, I want to ask you guys a question. It's my turn now, but I got to pull up the list. Okay, here we go. Jared, did you think that Kaylin and I would get engaged when we first started dating? Um, that's a, wow, that's a great question. I think. It's okay if it's no. <laughs> yeah, I guess no because of Dean. Because, you oh. know, for the longest time, you've always talked about how you're non-traditional and you didn't see yourself getting engaged or getting married. And that was just kind of who you were. And then, you know, especially right before Paradise, you kind of have to put yourself back in that spot. You were, you just bought the van, mm-hmm. you know, you grew the mustache. You were, oh, yeah. I mean, going down a very different path of settling down. And then you got asked to go on Bachelor in Paradise. And then you were going back and forth whether you wanted to do it. And then you said you were going to do it, but you were just going to go there and be honest and be like, I'm just a dude living in a van. And then you met Kaylin. And then obviously everything changed after that. So I guess probably, I mean, God, I, I don't know a timetable, but once you guys started dating for months and it was very clear that it was a serious relationship then yeah, I always thought that Kaylin would definitely convince you to get engaged. And then ultimately, mm. that's exactly what happened. Not convince you to get engaged because you were against, I, I think it was more like you were going to realize how important Kaylin was to you and that you'd want to take that step for her. That's how I phrase it uh, when I say, you know, Kaylin was going to convince you to get engaged. Yeah, Kaylin really had to put a, a, a gun to my head to make me, you know, Pull the pull the pull the trigger on that metaphorical to make her go on that hellish hellish hike. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Dean and Jared, what were your first impressions of each other? Well, let's think about the first time that we met each other. Well, my first impressions of Dean were from uh, Bachelorette and Paradise, and of course, I thought what everybody else thought was that this guy is definitely an f boy. Like yeah. not from bad because well also Dean, you're you're obviously so good looking now. But when you were back then, it was like you had the 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 hair and like the tan and you were so sweet and tall and good looking. And it's like this guy is definitely he like collects toenails in his closet. There's no way anybody's this perfect. Like this is impossible. Mm. It's impossible. I know, I've gone downhill since then for sure. I disagree. I think you've gone uphill since then. Um, but um, I guess my first... Well, when did we meet? That's what I'm... I'm trying to remember when we first met. Did we meet at Nick's apartment? Or you're, yours in Nick's apartment, I guess? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the first time we met. It's so funny how um, this podcast came together because I remember you were, do- you were doing the podcast and then you were taking like a hiatus... And then I think they were debating adding a co-host. And um, I still don't, to this day, don't know how I got chosen, but I got super lucky. Wait, so before you joined, you hadn't met Dean? No, I did. But we didn't know each other that well. We had like barely known each other. I think we met when we, uh, when you were living with Nick and Nick got the idea or you got the idea, whoever it was, to film those bad chiller episodes. And like that's kind of when we hung out actually a few You thought that times. was my idea? Get the hell out of here. You know that is 100% a Nick Viola idea. <laughs> Not that I disagree with it. 
I just I didn't want you to have thought of it and me not give you any, any potential credit. Okay, so that's when that's very I think that's when we at least hung out a couple times. My first impression of Jared was okay. He's obviously very handsome, a lot shorter than, a lot shorter than I uh, expected him to be. Obviously, um, <laughs> and uh, very smart about very specific things. I think that was the thing that really stuck out to me. Was your like movie catalog in your head was like so vast, and I was like, "Damn, how does one person know that much about one topic?" Uh, and Dude, I was really impressed by that. It's so pathetic. I felt bad. There was a girl that came in to Audrey's this was like three weeks ago, and she was wearing a Michael Myers shirt, Halloween T-shirt, and I figured that she must be a big Halloween fan to come in and wear a Michael Myers shirt. So I was like, "Oh, you're a Halloween fan," and she goes, "Oh, love Halloween. I love Michael Myers." So then I start going for like 15 minutes on this like, oh, you know, the first one or what's your, what do you think about the new trilogy and what do you think about Halloween Ends and with Jamie Lee Curtis and Laurie Strode and blah, 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 blah. And dude, I lost her like three minutes in and I'm like, I'm, I guess I just talk about movies on a different level than a lot of people <laughs> expect. And it really, like you said, it's the specificity of it that like how much I know about certain, like the dumbest sh- Why do I know about this stuff? I think uh, I think Easton's trying to play the Brady buzzer, but he's muted, so he's not able to. Mm, that's oh, is a shame. That why? <laughs> yeah, which which is funny because <laughs> there it is. There's the Brady buzzer. Uh, I bet you the girl at the coffee shop wishes she had a Brady buzzer, but uh, you uh, know, those don't exist in everyday life. Oh, I could tell. Like, well, I started ending the conversation once I could see that she was just like gone, and I'm like, okay, never mind. Here's your chai. <laughs> At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to 
maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. I have a question for both of you guys. Okay. Has dating within the Bachelor franchise made it easier or more difficult in your relationship? Or is it doesn't even matter. I think it's made it more difficult at times just with headlines. Like last week, I was so annoyed by a certain publication's Instagram post about our podcast that they didn't even cite our podcast, but they, I don't know. They, I don't remember what the quote was, but they pulled a random quote from the podcast about Dean wanting a vasectomy before kids. And it wasn't even correct. And then Dean read the comments and everyone was coming after him for saying like, I don't know. You read the comments, Dean. What, what were they saying? Oh, it's just a lot of comments about how I'm controlling and how I make the rules and you are forced to follow them. Yes. And you have no say in the relationship. And that's what's <laughs> crazy is like he was doing this as a kind Meanwhile, thing. Meanwhile, I had uh, proposed the idea of a vasectomy to help you and to give right. you the option of not taking birth control anymore. And that's what's so frustrating. I'm like, screw you to that publication. And they do this often where they like pull these tricky headlines. I guess everyone does it and it's stupid. But I'm like, he was doing such a kind thing that most men would never offer up to do. So in instances like that, it makes it more difficult. But usually I feel like it doesn't matter. I got to be honest. The, what I'm annoyed at is the fact that they didn't credit the podcast. I didn't know that. I know. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. I, I never comment on this post, but I commented on that one. I was like, tag the podcast at least or uh, give some context. But yeah, everyone is coming at me in the comments for that. It's so annoying. Even my brother was like, Dang, that's pretty crazy. I'm so used to it now, but that one really did irk me because I am trying my best to be a good person and no yeah. one saw it my way. They just think that I'm some controlling, manipulative jerk who is trying to convince Kaylin that I don't want to have kids and this is my way of getting out of it. It's just so, it's so, so stupid. And it's crazy. And if this publication wants to do right, they should correct it and and like acknowledge the fact that what he was doing was so kind and thoughtful. Like what man offers to get a vasectomy so the woman doesn't have to be on birth control because it doesn't agree with her body. I'm angry, but continue, Dean. Yeah. Um, I was going to say 
even since we first came off Paradise, and you know, we were kind of both uh, polarizing figures, I guess, if you will. I feel like the odds were kind of against us, and I do think that kind of strengthened our bond a little bit. So these headlines that we see that are negative, uh, although it is like annoying for us to see and have to deal with them, I do think it does bring us closer in a weirder way. Um, mm-hmm. And I do think being part of the Bachelor franchise has made dating a lot easier for us. And for Jared, I'm sure you would agree with this too, because the franchise has given us so many opportunities to live an abnormal lifestyle where we don't have to work as much as we would otherwise. And so for us to be able to live a life that we live now, it's all because of being on The Bachelor, obviously. So I do think that there are many, many, many more positives than there are negatives. And I'm grateful for all those positives. And I think it's been a good thing for us. Yeah, I would 100% agree. I, I think the good greatly outweighs the bad. Uh what to, uh, somebody asked, when do you think is the most ideal time to move in with a significant other? Mm. I think like two years. Oh, wow. It's a long time. That is a long time. Damn. A year? I don't know. No, but I, I would say at least a year uh, of knowing this person. D- moving in, it changes things like like it just does. Uh, it's not as special anymore when they come over because they're not leaving. They're always staying. You wake up to this person, like their stuff is there. You see them a lot more. Um, and you see them and not, you know, you're like, you'll smell their poop. Like you will smell their poop. That is what's going to happen when you live together. So it definitely changes things. So I would make sure that you guys have a strong foundation that this is something that you want to go forward with. Like the worst thing, and this happens it's actually happening to someone I know right now where it's like they pretty much moved. They just started dating, but they were living at home. And so now they stay there every single night and they already moved their stuff in. So they're like, well, I pretty much live there now. And it's literally like a month into the relationship. And I'm like, oh, Mm. God, don't do that. That's just a recipe for disaster. No, that's way too soon. That's a lot. I I don't know. I think it goes both ways and it really depends on a lot of things like age and situation. Like I had never lived with a significant other until Kaylin and I lived together, um, which was pretty fast. Like, you know, you were either with me in my van or I was with you at your apartment in West Hollywood. That was also because of COVID or your broken leg and then COVID. Yeah, that's true. So that's what I'm saying. Situationally, it was just a little bit different. But I will say like living together or spending so much time on the same roof in whatever context you want to put that in, it did make the relationship feel a lot more serious early on in a good way, I think. Like, you know, as an early 20-something-year-old, I was in relationships, but they never felt super serious because we would not live together and you would only see each other a couple times a week. So I do think, like, maybe as you get older, it could be a little earlier, but as a young person, I think that you should definitely take your time and wait a little bit longer. Yeah. I think so well said, Dean. So well said. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. I'm pretty good at this whole podcasting thing. Jared, if you were to have a second child, what would you name them? Say the first name that comes to mind. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't have to get to that last part. Tom Haben. No, I would not name him Tom. My first son's name is already Brady in the middle. It's a great question. I've always liked the name Sebastian. Um, I talked to Ashley about that before we had Dawson, but. I mean, Dawson was always going to be Dawson. I'm glad he's Dawson. But I always like Sebastian. She's not a big fan of that name. So that, I don't know, we'll see. For a girl, no idea. And then for a boy, honestly, yeah, the first name that comes to mind would probably be Sebastian. But I also love, 
I have a dog named Clark, so I can't name Clark. Even though I love old-fashioned names, I would love, love to bring back some old-fashioned names. We name all our dogs, like we have Clark, we have Lois, Ethel, Lucy. They're all just like straight out of the <laughs> 1920s. But to bring back a name like that, I think that's that's where we're going to head towards. I like Sebastian. You could, um, it would be short for Bash, like call him Bash. That would be cute. Call him Bash? Yeah. As a nickname? You don't like it? No, 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 I like it. I like Bash. Bash. Yeah, I can see that. I don't think Ashley's going to like that. I like Bash. Are you saying Clark is an old school name? Don't you think? I don't think so. I know a couple Clarks that are my age. You know Clarks your age? Yeah. Really? I mean, I'm sure obviously there's Clarks in their 20s and 30s. But you're like, how many Clarks do you know comparably to John, Matt, Bill, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. I see where you're coming from. I do think it's less common. It's a good name. It's a good name. Clark Haben. I like it. Uh, and what was the girl Clark name that you Haben, said? Yeah. It's got a good ring to it. What was the girl name that you said? I didn't even say a girl name. I got nothing. Do you guys have any kid names? Yeah, Dane's named all our children. I have no say. Yeah. We so he is about- controlling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am controlling. <laughs> Hey, Kaylin, I'm naming the kids. You're you're birthing them. I'm naming them. Suck it up and deal with it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, great. Can you share the name? I think you have before, Dean. Yeah, we've shared we've shared them. Uh, the the if it was a boy, it'd be Hunter. Hunter Scott Bell. I know Kaylin is Kaylin. Yeah, Kaylin wants to have some input on the middle name, um, but I would like it to be Scott. We'll see how that how that goes if it gets to that point. Uh, and then the girl would be uh, Debbie Bell. Middle name TBD. TBD middle name. Kaylin, what middle name should Debbie have? I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I don't know why. And I can't think of a good middle name. Debbie Blank Bell. But what if she just doesn't have a middle name? Debbie Bell. Debbie Bell's nice. She could even be Debbie Blank Bell. Debbie Blank Bell. Bell. Something different. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Debbie Blank Bell. Um, all right, let me ask you a couple of rapid fire questions before we wrap this podcast up. So um, try to be short winded and so will I. Do you guys believe in love at first sight? I will go first. No. 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 Clean sweep. That's right, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. We hate love. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. 
Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. What is your biggest turnoff? Mine is when people are rude to either bartenders or waitstaff. Um, my biggest turnoff is, oh man, I'm thinking more in terms of like just people and not more so romantic, but my biggest like ick or turnoff is, uh, is when you talk to someone and you always have to repeat yourself, you know, every time you say something, they're like, what? Oh no. Sorry, say, sorry, say that again. I absolutely cannot stand that. That's my biggest pet peeve, I think, of all time. That's a great, great, great pet peeve because I do that and I hate myself. I don't know why I do it. It just takes a minute to process in my brain. And Ashley will 100% agree with you, Dean, because I do this to her. She'll ask me something and I'll say, huh? Even though it's still processing in my brain, but my initial reaction mm-hmm. is to have her repeat it instead of me taking a minute to process it, which is not a good quality. Yeah. I'm still working on that too. And I know it drives Dean crazy, but it's, it oh is, God, it's a it, reaction. It drives me up the wall. And I'll tell you what, I, I don't think it's necessarily uh, like, I know you're not doing it intentionally. And I used to do it all the time as well. And I still do it sometimes, but I noticed I was doing it and I was like, okay, I am going to fix this and try to get better at it. And so what I've started doing when I encounter these people is 
when they say what or huh, I just don't respond. I don't even say anything. I don't even give them any type of eye contact or I definitely don't repeat myself. Um, and that's my solution to it. And it like maybe maybe shed some light on them that they need to fix the problem. <laughs> the problem, whatever. <laughs> maybe that maybe it sheds some light on it's a problem. the fact that they're doing that they're doing something that uh, not everyone can like. So that's my that's my oh I cannot stand it. it makes my blood boil. All right, Kaylin, what's your biggest turnoff? Mine is chewing with your mouth open. It's just the grossest mm-hmm. thing ever. Is yeah, you do hate that. Um, he is usually good at it. If he's trying to make me mad, he'll do it on purpose. Oh, a thousand yeah. percent. If I'm having a popsicle and Ashley, I'm trying to annoy Ashley, that thing is getting crunched loudly. Oh. Uh, do you guys think the statement, once a cheater, always a cheater, is true? I will go first. I do not. I don't because of Dean. <laughs> Ooh, thank goodness. If anyone said yes, I would have a bone to pick. I obviously <laughs> don't either. If I said yes to that, I would be uh, really mad at myself. So I don't think that's necessarily true. I do think that you have to grow out of the phase of life that you were in when you were that person. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I don't think uh, actions in your late teens, early twenties definitely reflect who you are as a person for the rest of your life. Uh, what's something you used to believe about relationships but no longer do? Um, first thing that comes to my mind, this is definitely a naive thought that I had when I was younger, which was as soon as you start doubting the relationship or things start becoming difficult, then it's probably not the relationship for you. That is just completely false. And I, you know, Ashley and I and many other relationships would have ended if the first time things got hard and difficult and we had doubts about our future that we would just end the relationship. It's ridiculous and something that I used to think was true when I was younger. And now I certainly don't think it's true. You have to work you know, through your problems together. That's what a marriage is all about. Mm-hmm. Kayla? I think for me, um, I grew up in the South and it's like, if you're a Christian, you have to marry a Christian. And, and you know, I don't really know what I believe anymore, but I'm obviously not marrying a Christian. So I that's something at least that I no longer <laughs> believe. something at least. <laughs> that I, no, obviously I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's good. I'm glad that you decided to come around on that uh, way of thinking. That's good for me. That's not what I said. Well, I'm just saying, you know, another win for the atheists of the world. That's great. Shut your mouth. Um, <laughs> I would say, uh, Jared, I think what yours, yours you said was really, really good. Because I think as kids, we're kind of conditioned to believe that every relationship should be perfectly flawless. And once you find your soulmate, there's never going to be any type of like tension or friction in the relationship. And so whenever we experience that in a relationship at a young age, then we think of it being a, a, a reason to end the relationship. But I, I don't know. I think that also comes with age too. Like with Kaylin, uh, I think we had a lot of hurdles early on in our relationship and we still do bicker and argue about certain things. And it, it just takes work to like communicate it and, and tell the other person what's going on and why you feel the way that you do where, you know, work in a relationship isn't something that you necessarily think that you have to go hand in hand with at, at a younger age. So I agree with you. I think that's kind of what it is. I was going to say like soulmates. I don't really believe in soulmates and I may be used to. And I think those two things kind of go hand in hand, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I, I agree with you. I think that a relationship takes a lot of work. And if I dated Kaylin when I was 22, I don't think it would work because I didn't realize how much work a relationship was supposed to take back then, you know? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, two questions. Uh, in what scenario, if any, is it okay to lie to your partner? 
I'm a big advocate of little white lies if they serve a purpose, uh, because a lot of people in relationships will say, I never lie to my partner. I never want my partner to lie to you. Okay, well, I'll give you a scenario that I have lied, not even to particularly my partner, but my partner's family, perhaps, where somebody cooks a dinner for me, they spend a long time on it, work hard, and then it's not that good. I'm not going to say at dinner, it's not that good. I'm going to maybe at some point later down, you know, down the road where they've had their feet up all day and a little bit more relaxed instead of cooking away in the kitchen, I'll, you know, say, oh, that, you know what, that pasta dish, it just wasn't the best. Not, you know, it wasn't my favorite, you know, but I can't stand like, mm. I'll never forget. I'll never forget this moment for the rest of my life. We sat down for dinner. I might as well just call them out on it. And Ashley's mom was cooking all day and she made these <laughs> meatballs and we all sat down. It was the five of us because Lauren, Ashley, yeah, five of us. And she must have been working on the kitchen for like five hours on this meal. And then they just have a different relationship than I have with my family because literally the first bite, Ashley's like, hmm, not that good. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Why would you say that? And there, and of course, Ashley was like, no, we're just being like, she knows, like, I'm, I, I'm grateful she cooked for me, but it's not that good. And I'm like, I That's so funny. need to get, I'm like, I have, I just, I need to get out of this situation fast. Oh, no. That's pretty funny. So anyway, that's my example whenever I say, like, there are times for little white lies to be like, you know. Nice. I agree with you. I think that's great. I think, yeah, white lies can help ease the blow sometimes. Kaylin, what's your um, answer? Um. I don't know. I was going to wait to hear your answer. I mean, I guess little white lies in those cases where it's like not a big deal and it's and you're protecting someone's feelings, then yeah. Mm. Yeah, true. I mean, I lie to you all the time. So I <laughs> obviously think it's Michael, okay to lie in relationships. You're making this so much worse for yourself. Oh my gosh. I don't think a single day goes by where I don't tell you at least a couple lies. Shut up. Well, uh, let's talk about it. You know, you're well, like, hey, how long? How well? <laughs> how long? The, my most favorite lie of all time. When you ask, how long is it going to take for you to build that or something? And I always say, oh, it'll just take me an hour. Yeah, that's now a joke. I thought you were going to bring up when you're going to be back from golf. I was about to say that. That was my next one. That was my second uh, bullet in the chamber. Was how long is it going to take you to be back from golf? And I was like, oh, I'll be back in two hours or three hours, and then I'm not back until like 10 p.m. No, you say 2 p.m. Yeah, and you don't show up till 10. Oof, yeah. that's a. That's a long ass day in the college. <laughs> okay, course. okay, but uh, I guess I guess now I need to defend myself. Actually, <laughs> thank you, Jared. It's not it's not necessarily a lie. It's in the moment I think I'm telling the truth, but it it becomes a lie when I don't follow through with it. So I think in your I, hearts of hearts, you know, in the moment, you're not being truthful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've actually, I'll tell you what, I've I've developed a new system to start getting what I want more often in the relationship, and I wasn't going to share it, especially Ooh, with Kaylin, because. I don't want it to fail me at all, but I'm going to share it with you guys. And it works. It's been 100% effective so far. Not anymore. So here's, <laughs> here's the method. Instead of going like, instead of saying like, hey, Kaylin, um, I'll be home at four today. I'm, uh, I'm going to go play golf with my friends. I, I say, hey, Kaylin, can I go golf with my friends today? Or, hey, Kaylin, can I go over to my friend's house? And and Kaylin never wants to be the person to control me or tell me what I can and can't do. So nine, a nine out of nine times, she says, "Oh yeah, of course, go ahead and do it." All I have to do is ask instead of instead of saying what I'm going to do. I have to ask if I can do it. 
Yeah, that's a great um, strategy to have when you're with someone who won't tell you no. Um, Ashley would tell me no. <laughs> oh. I'm sure she eventually will start saying no, but I know that she, uh, her and I both with each other, we want the other person to do whatever it is that makes them happy. And so by asking it in a question form, like if Kaylin asked me if she could do something, I would never in a million years say, no, you can't do that. And so I think that I spin it back around her by, by asking the question instead. Yeah, it's worked so far, but we'll see. But I do, I like, I like it when you ask, not that you need to ask, but sometimes when, I don't know. I have just mixed feelings about golf. Yeah. Kaylin doesn't like that I'm out drinking with my friends all day. Yeah, I mean, I don't Sometimes. blame him. Um, <laughs> but I get it. Trust me. Like, I, I get it. It's a balance. You know, you got to go out, have some, you know, fun with the boys. You got to have fun with the boys. You got to just, like, get it out. But, uh, yeah, it's a balance. I'd say 10 p.m. is probably a little bit too late. I feel like 3 or 4 is a good compromise, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but what if you want to like play more golf after the first round, and then you got to get beers all together afterwards? It's just oh, look, I get it. I see where the where you, where Kaylin is coming from with the whole golf situation. But I mean, I think the Brady buzzer day. should be. I think the Brady buzzer needs to be enacted right now. I'm putting my foot in my because mouth because you're nervous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm back. I'm backpedaling. Last question. Uh, even though I'm very confident, this probably won't happen. Do you got? I'm. I, do you first of all? Do you have an officiant for the wedding yet? Yes. We do. Okay. Um, well, if somebody wants to know if you had someone from Bachelor Nation officiate your wedding, obviously there's been uh, Chris Harrison has officiated many weddings. Uh, Alon officiated our wedding. Um, would you have someone from Bachelor Nation and would it be Chris Harrison or somebody else that would officiate if you guys got to choose? Uh, we're not really close with Chris. So it definitely wouldn't be Chris if our officiant were to not officiate our, wedge- our wedding. Um I don't know. Dean's pretty close with Wells. Maybe Wells. I was going to say, I think I could see Wells officiating your wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Wells is officiating another bachelor wedding this year. So, Which makes you not want it? Want him to? Yeah, which makes me not want him to. I could see Ben doing a really good job. Uh, maybe Ben. Mm-hmm. ben yeah, Ben would be really good. Ben would make it very soulful and very like loving. And he would. The only loving. thing about... The only thing about Ben doing it is Ben would steal the show. Like Ben would do such a good job. Yeah. Everyone would be talking about how great of a job Ben did 10 years later, not how beautiful the wedding was, you know? He would like outshine our vows too, which would be embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, his vows would be better than our his, <laughs> Yeah, his officiating would be better than our vows. That's funny. Yeah, it would probably it probably would be him, but no, thankfully we have a very close friend that's doing it uh, for us. Think, you know, thankfully they him, nice. so All right, well, that's going to do it for this special episode of Help We Suck at Being Newlyweds. Once again, that's still in the workshop. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Make sure you tune in to the last episode that aired a few days ago with Emily Carlson, formerly known as Emily Ferguson, the Fergie twins. It was a great episode. It was a lot of fun. And make sure you guys tune in next week where hopefully we suck just a little bit less. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Help We Suck at Being Newlyweds. And email us at newlyweds at iheartradio.com. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. We'll see you next time. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City 
in Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black lead products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black lead products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety? Struggling to find restful sleep or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters.